WERU is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. Thank you. Just a few seconds before 10 o'clock and you are tuned to WERU-FM 89.9 Blue Hill, 99.9 Bangor and streaming online at WERU.org. A Healthy Options special with your host Cynthia Swan is up next. This is Cynthia Swan, and my guest today is Dr. Jane Robertson. She is a doctor of chiropractic, graduated with honors from the prestigious Life Chiropractic College in 1995. Dr. Jane's practice is on Route 3, also known as Belmont Avenue. She also has a Facebook page, and her number, 207-338-2024. Dr. Jane is passionate about educating people on living a clean life. What does that mean to her? Well, that's what we're here to talk about, amongst other topics, all under the chiropractic umbrella. But specifically, she talks about no medications, no processed foods, getting plenty of sunshine. That's right, sun, exercise, decreasing one's stress level, and getting enough sleep. Welcome, Dr. Robertson. Thank you. Or actually, I, I should say, everybody calls you Dr. Jane. Yeah. How, how did that evolve where you're Dr. Jane and you're not by your last name like most physicians are known as? Um, well, that started in, I don't even know what year. I had a very young patient. Uh, his mom brought, brought him to me. He was about three years old with chronic ear infections was on, I think, seven different antibiotics, and no antibiotics worked. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started adjusting them at first once a week, and then after a while we finally went to once a month, and uh, the young man never had an ear infection again. The mom coined chiropractic the best thing since sliced bread. Oh, my goodness. So, so he, he was three years old, I think, and um, he's the one that started calling me Dr. Jane. So you were working with pediatric patients as well. So you're working with all ages. Yeah? I do, Yes. Wow. So, all right, well, well, then what is chiropractic? Let's talk about that. What is it? Um, how, how does one benefit from it? Um, you know, ear infections. A lot of people, I think, equate chiropractic with the back and the spine only. but Not the body. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, the definition is uh, chiropractic is a philosophy, art, and science of things natural. That was coined by the, the um, founder of chiropractic, D.D. Palmer. Um, it's a system of adjusting the segments of the spine, which are your vertebrae, um, for the correction and the cause of disease. So there's a few quotes that I want to talk about in a second, but um, chiropractors believe that, or I believe as a chiropractor, that um, your body can heal itself. If you keep your body, like we talk, we're going to talk about the things, how to keep your body clean. Um, if you keep your spine um, free of any intervention on your, on your nervous system, that's called the subluxation when there's pressure on, the, on your um, nervous system, which is your brain, your spinal cord, and your spinal nerves. That's that's the electricity in our body. That's what controls our body. The that, body electric, the circuit, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It, your nervous system controls every other system in your body, your cardiovascular system, your respiratory system, your digestive system, there's many more. Um, so if there's pressure on your nervous system, your body can't do what it's supposed to do. So I tell my patients... I don't treat sciatica. I don't treat lower back pain. I don't treat neck pain. I adjust your spine. I take the pressure off your nervous system, and then your body does the healing. I don't agree with people that say, yeah, I'm a doctor and I can heal you. Nobody heals anybody but themselves. Your, your body heals yourself. In chiropractic, we call that innate intelligence. The, body, the, the power that made the body can heal the body. 
Um, there's a few quotes that I love. Uh, one, this one um, is hanging in my office. It's um, a quote by Thomas Edison, uh, and it says, The doctor of the future will give no medicine, but will interest his patients in the care of the human frame, in diet, and in the cause and prevention of disease. So Thomas Edison, I don't know what year he was around, 1800s, I think, 17, I don't even know. Um, that, yeah, that's an old quote. Yeah, but he <clears throat> said, interest your patients in the, the care of the spine. Also, Hippocrates, um, who's known as the father of medicine, said, look well to the spine for the cause of disease. So the spine. Um, so, okay, so you're, you're, you're looking at the spine for the cause of disease, but, but this is a... Um, so I have a question. Mm-hmm. How is chiropractic similar to uh, medical doctor's training, perhaps? And, mm-hmm. and how might, might it be different? I think it's different because I, I don't believe medical doctors are trained to look at the spine. I think they look at specific systems. Um, but I, I can't, I don't want to speak for a medical doctor. If somebody's listening, they can talk mm-hmm. later yeah. in the program. <laughs> yeah. And I, I know, but I do know my naturopathic friends. Mm-hmm talk about disease being um in the in the gut yes and the gut is the second brain right and they're really big on that Mm -hmm. and um so so how how are how are you similar how are you different in your education okay Uh, we're very similar in our education um the doctor of chiropractic versus the doctor of medicine or an md we have the same um classes in school, anatomy, chemistry, diagnosis, um, neurology, orthopedics, pathology, physiology, um, except we have about 3,000 hours of that in college. That's what a lot of is a misconception that chiropractors aren't real doctors. Um, medical doctors have about 2,500 of those hours. And you so, have 3,000? Yeah. We have more. Do you have cadaver lab? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Yes. So our our curriculum is tougher. A chiropractic a doctor of chiropractic's curriculum is tougher than an MD's curriculum with all those different classes that we had to take. Then there's extra hours that I take that I've taken. Uh nutrition, medical doctors don't get much nutrition. Uh radiology, we get extra hours in radiology. Um and then we also get extra hours in our So you have to be able ta- to read um imaging. Yes. Images. Yes, I can, yes, I can read. Like a radiologist? Uh, um, I have basic radiology. So you can there's, read it. Okay. Yeah, I can read an I can read an X-ray can read report, an, X-ray. an MRI, MRI report, CAT scan. There's there's extra um, schooling that I could go on to to be a diplomat and neural. Uh, I know because just like doctors will specialize, yeah, some are yeah. specialized. Some of my friends it. have gone on for more radiology. Okay. I, I I haven't done that. I just took the basic. Yes. I can okay, but X-ray. you can. All right. Yep. Yes. And then, um, so so those are the similarities mm-hmm. in education. The difference is I learn nothing about the pharmaceutical industry. So, okay, so you don't have, so you don't know about pharma, pharmacology? Nothing. No, no, we're not taught that. So, but if somebody's going to see you who's on meds. Mm-hmm. I have to, I have to discuss those with them. I Say you came to me with a list of medications. I have to have that in your chart, mm-hmm. um, but I can't manage that at all. That's that's not that's not managed by me. I can't say, oh, you're on this. You need to get off this, um, or you need. I can't add anything. Obviously, I'm not. I don't have any education in that. 
um, I have to, you know, document that it has to be in your chart, but I can't, that's managed by their, their medical doctor. Okay. Because in your training, you don't, you don't utilize those tools. I definitely don't. Chiropractic and medicine are just two, two different, I, I call it two different thoughts. Um, I don't recommend any medications unless, you know, it's maybe an emergency. I know you sent me that in your initial um, write-up, that mm-hmm. it's like a, a prescription-free lifestyle. Yes. And <clears throat> I guess some people, you know, I think about so many elderly people, Dr. Jane, that I know that are on prescriptive drugs. Um, is it feasible? Again, I don't think so. I have many patients that are on medications, and I have many patients that aren't on medications. My opinion is medications, whatever you put into your body, has a side effect. We see Everybody sees those commercials on TV. Right. If you take right. this for a headache, you'll get 10 other symptoms. What, that, what a side effect is, is when you put something foreign into your body, your, your immune system sees that as something foreign. So it has to fight against that, just like a virus or a bacteria. That's what our body's always doing. If it sees a foreign object, it goes in and attacks it. Right. So a side effect of a medication is because you're, that's not a natural, it's not a natural thing to put into your body. Okay. But <clears throat> so what is your, what, what's your um, philosophy on medication? My personal philosophy is I, do, I don't take any medication myself. I don't give any medications to my family. Um, my philosophy, if, if there's if an emergency situation, absolutely yes. You know, if my husband cut off his leg with a chainsaw, I'm sure he'd want some morphine. So <laughs> yes, but that's but as just, a lifestyle, whereas some people are on medications throughout their life. Yeah, I don't, I don't prescribe to that. I don't, I don't believe in that kind of philosophy. No. And through your form of medicine, mm-hmm. they can stay well. They sure can, and they do. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. So, okay. So that, so that, that's a big difference between an MD who utilizes because they utilize, in my understanding, they, they utilize pharmacological medicine yep. quite a bit. Yeah, it's just two different. It, in, when I get a new patient, I educate my patients. It's just two different thought patterns. It's a two different ways of living. You know, I choose not to. I choose not. To, I don't even take aspirin or Advil or that sort of stuff. I Do, use. What about herbology? Mm-hmm. I use that. I okay. use because um, I'm thinking white willow bark for headache. Yeah, you yeah. know, because that's that that's the herb for headache and pain. I, that's what I take. Um, what about um, things like uh, supplements? I'm not a big. <clears throat> I personally not. I don't like to sell things at my office, so I'm not a big proponent of supplements. I believe if you eat, this is what we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. If you eat a clean diet. Um, you don't need as many supplements. There's a lot of supplement companies out there that are just out there to make money. Um, well, let, let's let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about a clean diet because I, I I'm going to play devil's advocate. I know people will challenge that because they'll say, "Well, we don't have enough selenium in the soil." True. We um, we don't have enough nutrients in our soil. We have a lot of environmental degradation. We know in the state of Maine, our birds are loaded with mercury. We know from the airstream, the mercury, um, whatever that ends up, I'm not saying this well, but I think you know what I mean in terms of just in the environmentally yes. that's in yep. the environment. And um, so we have environmental toxicants. So 
there are some that say, well, hey, if you don't supplement, there's no way you're going to make it because your body, uh, you can't eat enough uh, good nutrition to get everything you need. But you challenge that, right? Well, I, it's again, it's just, it's a matter of choice, I think. I eat as much organic vegetables as I can. I, we try to buy everything organic. I eat grass-fed beef only. I do supplement um, my family with probiotics and okay. vitamin D. Okay. Vitamin D3, to be specific. Uh, we D3 don't get- for the immune function. I've done a lot of yeah. shows now at this point on D3. D3. I know that's like the yeah. wonder yeah. vitamin. We don't, it, we don't get any vitamin D from October to, I think it's May, because of the, the, the way the sun Right, so in the the Northeast and the Northwest, I've had other, I've even had, yeah, Yeah. Alan Gaby, medical doctor, come on and talk about that, saying, you know, people in the Northeast and the Northwest need to supplement with vitamin D3. And then as far as other supplements, um, you know, there's always other, there's symptoms that would present to me if I thought a patient needed some supplements. Yeah, my daughter right now, I'm supplementing her with some magnesium. She's a major athlete and... um, just from her symptoms, I've added some magnesium to her diet. So, so. muscle pain, um, muscle tightness, or tightness. Yeah, yeah just, I know magnesium. just to help her. Yep, because I because I know uh, calcium is pushed a lot as oh we need a lot of calcium and now there's a lot I've been reading from the Life Extensions group about no no it's magnesium, magnesium. and Every- again it, I think it all goes back to the quality of our food. Mm. These days, yeah, we're not we aren't getting enough of those supplements in our food. If you've just joined us, I'm talking to Dr. Jane Robertson, chiropractor in the Belfast area, and we're talking about um, well, we're talking about healthy lifestyle in general. You're listening to WERU-FM. This is Cynthia Swan, 89.9 FM in Blue Hill, 99.9 in Bangor, and we're streaming WERU.org. So. Okay, you're, we're we're already there. So let let's talk about food because I this is such a complex issue. I've had shows on before where I've had Weston Price people on the mm-hmm. Weston Price Foundation. I've had people with the raw food. I've had the vegetarian diet, the paleo. I mean ketogenic. There's all these diets, and I think it almost gets a little confusing for um, some people of like, what do I eat? Overwhelming. Yeah, or yes. overwhelming. Like, what do I eat? Right. And and also, I'm I'm gonna throw this in there too. Be, I I know I had a naturopath on say pay your pay your farmer, pay your doctor. But there still are many people who say, hey, I can't afford total organic produce and organic food. I I just I don't I can't budget that for my family. Right. So and, and I'm sure you have patients that fall under all these categories. So so what what do you do about that? Yes. What do you say about that? I say we all have to do the best we can. I make suggestions. Um, I, there's um, on um, EWG website, um, Environmental Working Group. Oh, Environmental Working Group. The Clean 15 and the Dirty Dozen. Yes. I give that, I give that hand out all the time. There are certain foods that you definitely, definitely should like buy. Like strawberries. Or, definitely buy Heavily organic. sprayed. Yes, heavily sprayed. But there's some... Um, Clean 15. There's 15 that you don't have to buy organic because they're not heavily sprayed or the outer, like a coconut. You know, you, it's, it's not going to, it's not going to affect. Is the banana the one of those two? I can't remember now. I'd have to look. Yeah, we'd have to get So, okay, <laughs> but that's a, that's a great website for people to look at. That's environmentalworkingroup.org. Yes. I remember <clears throat> I had, um, 
gosh, I had uh, Mary on, holistic esthetician, Mary McCormick. I remember we, I had her on talking about all um, the sunscreens and all, all the, the things you put, put on, on your body. Your and, makeup, your shampoo. You can put your brand in there, and it will and it will give it a rating, 1 through 10. Yeah. I don't I don't use any products. Mary McCormick has great products for the skin. I don't yeah, use... Keys. She likes yes, keys. Wonderful stuff. I yeah. don't use any product over a 3. It, the, what this group will tell you is the, the carcinogenic level. Okay. A suave is like a seven or eight or something. It's so always, you're it's looking at, yeah, because they're all about the toxic load. It, the EW and, is about the toxic load. Yeah, and people don't realize our skin is our major, our biggest organ. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about the sun. Um, sunscreen is, in my opinion, the reason that people are getting most skin cancers. In most major sunscreens, there's, I can't remember the names of them, but five toxins that they put in there. So um, on EWG, you can find, I put it on my, I put on my Facebook link all the time in the summertime, okay. the safe, the safe sunscreens that you can, that you should purchase, that you can purchase. Yes. Especially without chemicals. for your little ones. So yes. they're not getting all that. Yes. Wow. So, okay. You're an advocate of the sun. I am. Um, and so you, you believe in, um, a sunscreen that would be recommended by the environmental working group. I do. And do you think there's ever a time people should be out there without anything on their skin? Because doesn't the sunscreen block? For me and my family, <clears throat> we use sunscreen early in the season. And then once we get, um, really once you get a base tan, we don't use it at all. Okay. Also, you you really need to educate people on, you know, you know when you're out in the sun too much. Your, stin, your skin starts to get that prickly feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you people. I've heard people say it over and over. Oh, I'm. You know, I, I got to get out of the sun. I got to get out of the sun. That's when you just get out of the sun. But, but um, definitely. Just, do you do you think one has a supplement with D three in the summer? I did my own scientific study on that. Did you? I did one summer. I'm a I'm a, I'm a sun worshiper. I go to the beach. I go fishing. I'm out in the sun all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did my vitamin D level in September on purpose, and my vitamin D level was low. Well, now, okay, I've read the vitamin D console recommends between 40 to 80 nanograms yes. per deciliter. Some people are higher. Yes. And I know some people get all worked up. But I also know what I've, if what I've read is true, that cancer patients or people who have had cancer or autoimmune problems, the list goes on, need to be on that higher threshold. Higher threshold. And they just need to get it checked. And it's just a simple blood test. Simple blood test. And do you know what that costs? I do not. Um, I, I know, <clears throat> I, I think it's under $100, but I'm not 100% yeah. sure. But I know that um, lifeextension.lef.org also does blood tests. And they do sales periodically. To get it. Yeah, yeah where you, you can buy their kit, go to the hospital. Pr- you could do a it. finger prick probably. There's some, t- some, some lab are finger you print, a fin- yeah. finger print. And a finger print, would, would, uh, would that give you enough? I'm I not sure have, about that. I'm not, I shouldn't have said yeah, that. I'm, I'm not, not sure, sure if it needs to be a blood. I, I think it <laughs> might need sure. to be a blood drop, but okay. don't quote me on it. Me either. Sorry. But I do know that there are companies that you can also do that. Yes. As I think of people who are uninsured or um, whatever, that some, they can do something like some that. Some of my patients have been very surprised at how low their levels are. I give my family, you know, two to four thousand. I I use, which is international units a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people need, you know. Oh, I know some people crazy. need a mega dose. Yeah, um, that they're on like fifty thousand. I use, and sometimes the, the medical doctors are horrified, saying no, no. But yeah. then their levels are that low that they need that much. Yeah. So it's really interesting. Okay, so you're an advocate for testing the blood yes. for vitamin D three because because it's. Um, that important of a mm-hmm. 
of a, a well, pro-hormone, actually. Yes. Yes. Um, so, okay, so what else about diet? Um, well, we there's so much. Well, the clean 15, the dirty dozen is, is a big thing. Okay. Um, I'm a big proponent of supporting my local farms. Okay. I do a, I, I'm a member of a CSA. CSA. Which is, yep. Um, right down the street from what, me. Now, what does that mean again? Community shared agriculture. agriculture. That's it. Yeah. CSA. And there's so many cropping up now. There's yeah. Some in in my I live in Belfast. There's 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 some. I'll do a little plug for Bonner Farm. They're my they're my CSA. Okay. And plus, you've got that the farmers markets. Everybody's oh, got farmer got, markets yeah. now. We just got a fr- Friday farmers market, and then we have a new new one on Saturdays in Belfast. Oh wow! So mm-hmm. you got two. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yep. So um, yeah, and we want to support the. Yeah, the but back to the budget of food. Yeah, again, it's it's a very personal thing. Uh, my my food budget is one of my biggest line items in my budget, and I I do budget. We do budget for you know every aspect of our lives, but mm-hmm. uh, t- to me, it's that important. Um, you know, people say grass fed beef is really expensive. I buy um, a half a uh, cow or steer, whatever they're called. Every year, every other year, and when you break it down, up the upfront cost is very expensive, but it's three, I think it, it's three dollars a pound when you break it down. Wow! And that's for all the different cuts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My some people I've seen it as low as two dollars and fifty cents a pound. When you go to the grocery store, Hannaford, it's probably ten, twelve dollars a pound. So if you buy it in bulk, mm-hmm. um, there's and there's many local grass fed, you know. Yeah, I've seen. I was going to say I've seen grass fed for seven ninety nine, eight ninety nine. Mm-hmm. But um, it's you have to have a freezer, you know. So we 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 have a, a big freezer. We buy a, a so you buy so you're buying buy in bulk and it's yep. economical. And I I know you like you can do a lamb that way. We pig. do pig. Yep. Yes. And and that yeah, you put the big over. It's upfront front. cost is you know a lot, but then we don't buy we don't buy any meat for a year and a half. And some people do that with venison. You know, it's another great. That's another great grass-fed beef. What about fish? I don't do a lot of fish. Why? Oh, uh, my husband is the cook. Oh, <laughs> he, he doesn't like. <laughs> and fish. he does meat. He doesn't like fish. Um, but is there a like reason you, for it? Well, like you said, you can look on the main. I think main.gov website mm-hmm. uh, to find the mercury load in each each pond and lake in yeah Maine. they do talk about and they that, recommend yeah. how many fish you should eat from those certain ponds and yeah. lakes i th- and and even outside even the bigger swordfish tuna i've tuna. seen that there have been High. recommendations not to eat too no. much of yes. that and especially yeah. if you're pregnant or lactating right there's really high levels of mercury not just mercury but so sushi is sushi a bad food in my opinion yeah yes really mm-hmm. plus all the parasites what about the wasabi you eat with it? That hot stuff. I thought that was supposed to help kind of. <laughs> I love wasabi. I just don't eat it with sushi. I eat it with other things. <laughs> Darn, I love sushi. Again, that's a matter of choice, though. You know, just, okay. Yeah. So, so, all right. So, really, so is there, that's my okay. opinion. So of, of the diets, when mm-hmm. somebody comes into you, um, are you talking about diet? And, I, and are you educating about diet? I, it's, not a, it's, not a, it's not of a bigger portion of my practice as I would like. I do like to educate people on that. I don't have a lot of time for that. Um, but when, when I do have time to talk to my patients, um, we talk about what their goals are. You know, do you, wh- why, why do you want to go on a diet? Do you want to lose weight? 
do you want to get off these medications? You know, what, what's the end goal? And then we talk about what diet might be, po- might be feasible for them. You know, one big thing I always talk with my patients about is getting them off soda. That's a huge one. Yeah, the carbonation as well as the sugar. The aspartame, right? yeah. And the aspartame, yep. yeah. Um, Neurotoxin. And then just eating eating as clean as they can, getting off any processed food. I, say, I tell people try not to eat anything that comes out of a box. You know, just eat good fruits, vegetables. Okay, what about rice? Rice meat. comes out of a box. There's high arsenic in rice. Oh, yeah. Well, I know that I know some people have told me the depends Chinese the, have been making some plastic rice. Yeah. I've seen some of Dep- that. That's a little scary. I was going to say and it depends on the source where you get it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so not big on rice. Uh so obviously you wouldn't be big on pasta. I don't eat any of that. Um I try not to eat any processed foods. So, but it's hard. So, it's so, so hard. we're talking whole foods yeah. here. I don't want to be a hypocrite and say I never eat that. That's not true. My husband makes wonderful chocolate chip cookies. I eat those because oh, you can't, lovely yeah, to me. I can't, you know, you just, we all just have to do the best that we can. And I try, I try to do, you know, people ask me about the whole 30 diet or the paleo. Yeah. Paleo, paleo is paleo big. That's, that's kind of the hip or, thing now. Yeah. Ketogenic for yeah. anybody who has um, uh, autism yeah, or, or seizures, seizures. That's yes. the big thing. Yeah. Because it's the good fats. All the good fats yep. in your diet. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, yeah, like, uh, and bullet coffee. I remember I was introduced to bullet coffee. Uh, I coconut do dr- oil, I, I butter, do drink bullet co- bullet and you throw it in a, a blender with yep. your coffee and froth it up, and it's like a latte. It tastes awesome. And it sounds so gross. And I throw bone broth in there now. It's wonderful. Do you? It yep. sounds so gross, but I've had it without the bone broth, and I have to say, it's, it's delicious. It's and delicious. I was like, what? And people don't get enough of those good fats. That's how I get coconut oil into me, because I don't, my, I know people that can just take a tablespoon of coconut oil and eat it, you know, eat it down. I can't, I can't do that. It's a consistency of shortening. Okay. What about, what about uh, juicing? Are you an advocate for juicing, smoothies, stuff like that? Sure. What about those powder protein drinks? Depends on the source. Juicing is better. Um, When my daughter was young, she had eczema. So juicing was a big part of her diet for kids. Okay. Because it cleared up the skin, you mean? Yep. Most eczema is caused by dairy allergies, and it took us a long time to figure out hers was wheat. We took her off wheat, and within months, she she had severe eczema. Yeah, but it was wheat. So wheat and dairy. Okay, now I, I, I've heard about this too. Um, I call it the eat nothing diet. I was mm-hmm. on it for a while myself. <laughs> um, no dairy, no corn, no sugar, no soy, no eggs, no wheat, or no gluten. Let me see. No peanut butter. Have I hit them all? Um, that kind of signs like the Whole30 or Paleo. Whole30 and Paleo are very similar. Paleo means, you know, going back to Paleo, paleo Excuse me, Paleolithic time. Yeah, I don't know the whole 30. I've heard of Paleo. I've never heard of the whole 30. The whole 30 is a 30 days detox. Oh. And you cut out dairy, you cut out grains, and certain, yes, certain high starchy vegetables. Okay, and that's supposed to reset your body? And detox. And detoxify your body. Yes. Okay, And, and so you think for some people that's something... I think to yeah. embrace. Yes. Um, what about? I know a lot of the herbalists like to talk about detox at specific times, spring, fall, especially. Do you? Are you an advocate for that? 
that there are specific times that are really beneficial beneficial for detoxification? Yes, I I I, I don't I don't personally do that. I have friends that do that. Kristen Jacobson, she's wonderful. Right, as RN as and herbalist, yes. yeah. yeah, and and energy worker and, Barbara and Brennan, and yeah. helps you know with diff- the different seasons and what. Well, and that's what's, Ayurvedic medicine. Yes. Also, too. what's in your area? What you should? What you should? You know, this spring we should be eating dandelion, um, dandelion root, dandelion uh, tea, tea cleanses the liver, right? And also then, um, citrus, the lemon. That the Ayurvedic, if I'm remembering this right from past guest, um, full lemon in warm water first thing in the morning, morning. to kind of help cleanse the internal organs, alkalizes and the, the body. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So in terms of, yeah, now that you brought that up, are you alkaline foods? Do you think that that's important? I know some people, they're like all about the balancing alkaline versus acidity, even to the water they're drinking and just everything. Are you, do you have like a staunch stand on that or? No, my stand is, I think it's 80% 80 alkaline, 20% acidic. I'm a coffee drinker. Coffee's very acidic. Yeah. Um, So I give myself little treats um yeah i i like organic dark roast that's what i drink (laughs) and you know i do you i read that dark roast is actually less caffeine than the lighter roast i i I I read that yeah and um so so don't quote me on that but look it up or maybe it was just wishful thinking but i remember reading i was like that does that defies reason to me you would think the darker the roast the higher the caffeine but it was actually the opposite and i was like wow i'm 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 good then i'm good but back to the alkaline uh there's been books written on that mm-hmm. uh, people that go from an acidic alkaline versus this acidic means the ph balance of the body you can you can test that with test strips written your saliva test strips yeah do you advocate that kind of testing yeah um, okay there's a book I can't remember who's written up about um, alkalize or die. You heard of that one? No. Yeah. So just, just but, but keep, I know keeping your are... keeping your body at a certain pH level um, keeps away many many you know helps your body keep that you're not too acidic. Well, that brings me to the whole thing about the liver. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, years back I had a, a naturopath on. I think it was actually Terry Cookson out of Augusta, oh, and yeah. she said you cannot get cancer. Or a lot of um, these disease states, if your liver is clean, because your liver is your major detox organ. If you got a clean liver, you're not going to get that. You're not. There, do, you, do, quote, you, do you agree with that? Yeah. Another quote of mine, favorite quote is, "No disease can exist inside a clean body." If you keep your body, especially your liver, clean, mm-hmm. free of as many toxins as possible, your body can heal itself of anything. But in real life, mm-hmm. it's, <laughs> I, I, I find that, I mean, when you think about, the more I read about environmental toxicants, then your our food addictions, you know, you, you want that chocolate, you want the coffee, you want the sugar. I, I mean, and, and then what's just in the environment itself, uh, the, the lack of nutrition sometimes in, the, in our food supply, it just seems like it's an uphill battle. And then you add on these other things that I've read through the years, the MTHFR, yep. uh, genetic strands on your DNA that makes you prone to cancer or other things or other th- it's a big thing in the autism world right now too the mthfr uh, i didn't know yeah. that for autism yes because it's it's a it's a it's a genetic disorder that um people with the mthfr gene they don't detoxify their body as well glutathione is our major detoxifier yeah in our the body. master antioxidant yes. yep 
and you need it. It's right. an asparagus. I right. know that. I used yep. to eat tons eat of asparagus. Ton of if you're just joining us, I am talking to Dr. Jane Robertson of Robertson Chiropractic. You're listening to WERU's Healthy Options Special, 89.9 FM Blue Hill, 99.9 in Bangor, and we're streaming WERU.org. We're going to take a little bit of a break, and then we're going to talk some more and then invite you to call in. Welcome back. Healthy Options with Cynthia Swan. We've got a special here on chiropractic medicine and health with Dr. Jane Robertson. So, Dr. Jane, I, I know you have a lot of passions. I mean, I know the passion about the clean food, um, chiropractic. Um, what are some of the other passions that you have in your life that you bring into your your clinic and speak with patients about? Um, one of the major things I'm passionate about is educating my patients on vaccinations. I don't bring it into my office very much. Um, I have two children that are absolutely unvaccinated. I don't believe in vaccinations. And some people may say that's controversial. I don't think it's controversial at all. It's, it's a life choice for me. I've done my research. Um, I've decided that vaccines are, you know, there's no place for those in my life or for my in my children's life. And I just don't, I don't recommend them. If you came in to me as a mother or, or parents and ask me my opinion, I give you my opinion, but I would ask you to educate yourself and make your own educated des- decision on vaccinations. Okay, I just want to make sure because this is a loaded issue. We've it had is. shows on vaccines before and it, it's and, and tempers flare on all sides. Mm-hmm. So um, there are there there is a belief that unvaccinated uh children or people actually affect the health status of others. Um, what's your stance on that? Um, that's, fa- that's a false statement. If you think about it, how can an unvaccinated child harm a vaccinated child? Vaccines were created to, a vaccine is putting that infection. I was just taught late, recently that vaccines do not um, aren't for diseases, they're for infections. A disease is like heart disease. Um, so they put those antibodies via a needle into the body or other, other ways um, to create antibodies against the, those infections. As a chiropractor, I was taught that your body can fight. If, if my child ends up getting one of those diseases, the chickenpox, for example, um, I, I don't believe that my my children need the chickenpox vaccination. If they get chickenpox, I will take care of them. Um, that's called natural immunity. I will help them through the chickenpox, and then they will, for them the rest of their lives, have those antibodies for chickenpox. What they're finding out now with vaccinations is they're only lasting a short amount of time, maybe 10 years or whatever, and then that's why you need all the booster shots to continue what so, they call immunity. <clears throat> so you're okay. So you're you're against the vaccine because it's a drug? I'm against the vaccine because of the ingredients that they put into vaccines. Most people don't know the ingredients 
uh, in the, what they put in the vaccine. I'm going to read a few of them for you. Okay. Aluminum. If you look at aluminum on any kind of package that comes that it comes in is a skull and crossbones. It's toxic. You can't touch aluminum. Remember when we were little, those you know, people would open up thermometers. There was a big scare. You can't you cannot touch aluminum. It's toxic. Well, the mercury in the thermometer. I'm sorry. That would be the mercury in the thermometers. Yes, but, that's but, mercury, but, but, that's not aluminum. But aluminum, but, but we use aluminum foil. Aluminum foil, it just came out in the news. It kind of cracked me up. Um, people are now warning to not use... Aluminum foil? Aluminum foil, because it's leaching into the food. Same as the plastics. They've, they've done that a little, a little while I ago. I did hear that about PPE. aluminum cookware. I remember that's yeah. why people were backing off and looking at other sources for their cookware. Yes. I'm sorry, I meant... I meant Okay. Mercury. All right. Yeah. All right. Mercury is so, another one. Um, this is a hot topic, in my opinion. Aborted fetal cells. That's where they get the cells, um, or the the cells that they're creating the vaccine for. Say it's measles or whatever. They get it. They can get it from aborted fetuses. Um, polysorbate eighty. Uh, that, that's the polysorbate. Isn't that a um, um, to, to keep the? Uh, it's a preservative. Polysorbate, it's not, uh, no, the aluminum and the mercury are more preservatives. Polysorbate 80 um, binds with the chemicals in the vaccine. Oh, so it's a binding agent. And it helps, yes, it helps deliver it. But the problem is, is it helps deliver it right across the blood-brain barrier. And that's what's causing a lot of these... Okay, you're going to say the A word. I can see it on the tip of your tongue that you think that there's a link with autism. And yes. vaccine. Now, I, I've had people say to me that that's been disproven, that that theory has been disproven. That, that's also false. The CDC, uh, when was this done? There was a study done by the CDC. Um, it came out in the Journal of American Physicians and Surgeons uh, last summer, summer of 2016. Um, there have been no safety studies done on, on vaccine safety. No, no studies? One. There's not one safety study done. Robert De, Niro, uh, Robert De Niro and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. just recently offered $100,000 to the first person that showed him a safety study, a double-blind safety study. Now, when, when people say there's been plenty of studies done that vaccines don't cause, cause autism, those studies were done by using another vaccination. And I can give you thousands of those. All right, so what do you mean? They, they did a study on a vaccine and then put it side by side with another vaccine? The placebo. Was a vaccine? Was another vaccine. It was not a true placebo. That's why there's none. And this study that I'm saying, our study shows that infants who receive several vaccinations concurrently, as recommended by the CDC, are significantly more likely to be hospitalized or die when compared with infants who receive fewer vaccines simultaneously. That's, that's the first time I've heard that. Where mm-hmm. can people um, where where can people look this up to get more information? Well, I've because I know I, I I you've compiled. I can see you've got a compilation. Yes, um, here uh, there of was information a, talking about Robert F. No, Robert De Niro and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Um, there was a new movie out last year. Came out about a year ago. It's called Vaxed, um, from cover up to catastrophe, and it's a documentary explaining how the CDC, the Center of Disease Control, Mm -hmm. covered up a study 
uh, that was done by Dr. Thompson. Dr. Thompson um, is now what they call a whistleblower um, because he couldn't live with himself anymore. They changed the data. Well, wait, wait, did did he work for the CDC? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. The CDC changed the data on this study. The study shows that the MMR vaccine, it was just one study on one vaccine. Measles, mumps, rubella. Yes, yes. measles, mumps, one study on one vaccine showed that there was a 3.6 increase in autism in African-American boys. And they changed the data. And you can find that in... Well, what it's did the well CDC known. say about that? They covered, they covered it up. And what is their stance now with they this film out, this documentary? What are they saying? They're not saying anything. They won't talk. That's what the film's all about. Hmm. If, if you're just joining us, you're listening to WERU special with Dr. Jane Robertson um, at on WERU Radio, 89.9 Blue Hill, 99.9 Bangor, and streaming WERU.org. I'm going to invite people to call in with a comment or a question for Dr. Jane. And our call-in number is one 9378 That's one 625 wereu Um. <clears throat> I'm not sure. I think we actually have a caller. Yep, this is Yo. Hi, Yo. Welcome to the program. You have a comment or a question for Dr. Jane? Thank you. Yes, good morning. Good morning. This is a very interesting program. Um, I'm wondering if perhaps we can get a little more information about what the uh, Dirty Dozen and Clean 15 are. And also, I'd like to offer a tidbit of information about stainless steel. A lot of people might think stainless steel is a suitable replacement for aluminum cookware. However, all stainless steels are not equal. There's uh, high-quality stainless steel and cheap stainless steel, and the cheap stainless steel has uh, nickel in it and chromium in it, and those are contaminants that can leach into the food. The way you can tell is take one of these strong computer magnets and touch your cookware. Clean stainless steel is entirely anti-magnetic. Thank you for putting on this program, and thank you to everyone for supporting Community Radio. Thank you. Thanks so much for uh, tuning in, and thanks for that information. Okay, so I'm I'm going to, uh, Dr. Jane, you brought up the Environmental Working Group. Sure. So the Dirty Dozen. Um, these are the these are the fruits and vegetables vegetables that you should definitely buy organic. Are strawberries, spinach nectarines, apples, peaches, celery, grapes, pears, cherries, tomatoes, sweet bell pepper, and potatoes. I know that was fast, but you can find this on ewg.org. The Clean 15, sweet corn, avocados, pineapple, cabbage, onions, sweet peas, papaya, asparagus, mangoes, eggplant, honeydew melon, kiwi fruit, cantaloupe, cauliflower, and grapefruit. Is watermelon on that list? <laughs> Watermelon's not That's on my this favorite list. fruit. There's tons of watermelon out now. And so I I'm guess you can go either way on that one. Go, maybe I could say, okay, it's in the melon family. Right. Maybe it's okay. Yes. So if you, if you have a question for Dr. Jane, feel free to call us 1-866-625-9378. 
Well, keep going. We're, we're, I want I want you to keep going on your your thought before Yo called in. Okay. Um, so, Vaxed is a documentary. There's a there's a bus going around the country for the last year, um, and it's the it's called the Vaxed bus, and it will be coming to Maine October seventh. It will be in Augusta, mm. and it will be in Portland, Maine on October 9th. We're working out the details for this right now. So you're you're a part of this? Yes, I'm the ambassador for the October seventh bus coming to to Bel- uh, to Bank. Uh, to, excuse me, to Augusta. Oh, okay. We're trying to get a screening of Vaxed in Augusta that day. Mm-hmm. We just don't know where or when. And, sc- and Vaxed is the documentary. Da- is and the documentary. De Niro is somehow De Niro involved. Um, De Niro, yes, because Vaxed was going to be at a film festival, which I can't remember the name of it. Oh, um, not a ca- that he was a part of. Oh, I don't know. I don't know either. Anyway. I don't know. He's a popular guy. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking to um, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Vaxxed is the, and, is and the documentary. Well, what's his, what's his story? What's his story? He's, he's, he has a vaccine-injured child. So he's become an advocate for Oh, so he's an ambassador. Edu- yes, for ex- vaccine education. So what the bus is doing is it's going around the country and... This, I'm going gonna, I'm okay. to interrupt you. This is Jesse from Belfast. Jesse, welcome to the show. You got a question for Dr. Jane? Hi, yeah, great show. Thanks for uh, for being here today. I had a question for Dr. Robertson. Um, yeah. You mentioned that you uh, had education in nutrition. Yes. Uh, well, I was curious uh, what you might recommend as far as uh, schools for that. Oh, um, and uh, and I think maybe the film festival might have been called Tribeca. Thank you. Yes, that's, what, ah, that's thank what it you. was. <laughs> thank you. I should know what I'm talking <laughs> thank about. Thank you, Jesse. <laughs> yes. So um, schools for nutrition. Um, so this is for you. I think I think he's, oh, he's off gone. the air now, he's so he's going to listen to your response. Okay. I'm I'm not sure which way you want to go, um, but I would if you want kind of go more the nutrition route, I would look into a naturopathic college. Naturopathic. You're yes. not going to send them to the university. No. Why? They wouldn't have. It wouldn't go deep enough. So if, it depends on which you know what, how, which way he. If it's for him, if which way he wants to practice. It sounds like kind of like he wants to be a naturopath. Okay. So so you're saying if you want to, um, are you talking about whole, the difference? Is this? Are you making a distinction between holistic nutrition and <clears throat> versus clinical? Yeah, what was his question? Education on what? He just asked for education on nutrition. nutrition. But I'm just surprised you didn't want to send him to a university. Again, that's just my opinion. <laughs> okay. Um, you, you could get, he could get a degree. In ed, nutrition. In nutrition. Yes. It would, I think it would be a different, I don't, I, I, I really shouldn't say, but I, I, a naturopathic doctor would have more classes in nutrition than a clinical dietitian yes okay okay so so you would go more that way all right if somebody all right so i'm going to jump on to jesse's question let's say somebody doesn't want to go through nd school Mm -hmm. i do know that some people have done things online and there's other um avenues for holistic nutrition and nutrition counseling and whatnot um any of those come to your mind that you would recommend? Yeah, I do think that we actually have a local friend of mine, patient of mine, just took a local herbalist class. I don't know where it is. 
Well, I, I know I've had Melanie Schofield on, okay. and she's an herbalist practicing in Rockport, and she has Earthwalk School of Herbalism, yes, and she just had a graduating went. class. I know I saw yeah. that. Herbalism is different than nutrition, um, but it's along that same mm. line of thought. It's holistic. Yes. It's utilizing the herbs in all their various forms. for yeah. um, Versus nutrition would be food. Using food—that's how I—that's how I define it. Using okay. f- using food as your nutrients. Okay. So, but so all right. So you would be more apt to send someone towards a holistic nutrition course. That's what I'm getting from you. I'm pushing you. I know I'm purposely yes. doing this and putting you in the hot seat. But it's all right. But but you you would prefer that. You think those are better programs for um, people in general than. Uh, a university where somebody maybe is a clinical nutritionist and they're talking to someone about their diabetes and what they need to eat. Yeah, I just think it would be a different type of education. Okay. Yes, I, I'm a proponent of, as far as nutrition is concerned, not herbalists or supplements. I believe, you know, we talked about it earlier, getting as much nutrition as you can from your diet so you don't have to use those supplements. Eating, you know, eating really, really good foods which we talked about, mm-hmm. grass-fed beef, you know, as much organic fruits and vegetables as you can. And in Maine, it's difficult. We don't get fresh fruits. Well, we don't have a long growing season, too. We don't have a too. long growing season. And we have to import our fruit. Speaking of which, what do you think of that? I mean, I, I know that there's some purists out there in the food uh, area that say, well, if it's not grown 40, 50 miles from your house, you shouldn't be eating it anyway. What's your stance on that? It's really difficult. How do, then how do you... When I, I went to chiropractic school in Georgia... And food down, fruit down there was plentiful. We could get seven avocados. Georgia for, peaches. Yeah, seven avocados for a dollar. Uh, wow, we, we lucky. Lived on, yeah, we lived on that sort of food. Um, but here we just can't get that. It's, it's really difficult to get that. So if you want it, you, you, yeah, okay. So you're not against eating outside of the radius. I, I can't remember who subscribes to that. I can't remember if it's Ayurvedic medicine. Well, even, Somebody can correct yeah, me. Yeah, raw food. I mean, I, I do believe in eating raw, but in the middle of the winter, yeah, I want I want some hot soup or I want some warm food. It's kind of eating with just, the seasons yes. then, too. Yeah. Your chilies, like you your chilies. Mm-hmm. That's when people want to have, right. you know, hot chili. <laughs> it really does depend on, you know, Chicken soup. Yeah. Yeah, those kinds of foods. If you're just joining us, this is Dr. Jane Robertson, who is a doctor of chiropractic in the Belfast area. What What's your Facebook page for people to find you on Facebook? I think it just says Robertson Chiropractic. Robertson Chiropractic. And uh, your phone number, should they want to call your office? It's 338-2024. Okay. And if you want to, um, if you have a question or a comment for Dr. Jane, feel free to call us at one 866 Six two five nine three seven eight. Again, that's one eight six 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 two five nine three seven eight. Okay, so um, let's pick up where we left off. Mm-hmm. Back to the vaccines. You mean? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, this is a passion of yours, so I want you to. Yeah. Um, I mean, this I, is what you talk to patients about. I I I do talk to them. Some. Do you get resistance? I get resistance. Because it's, it's a scary and controversial topic. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the CDC tells everybody every year, get your flu shot, get your sing, uh, shingles vaccination, get your pneumonia vaccination. You I mean, can't, You can't go to school. The kids can't go to school without yeah, it's scary. certain shots, which is And, which and is they're not so true. adamant about yeah. that this is the right thing to do. Right. My, my children are not vaccinated. 
Um, and every state is different. Every state has exemptions. We're lucky. We live in the state of Maine that has philosophical, religious, and... Maine has exemptions? Yeah. I just sign a form every year. I thought it was mandatory. No. Only certain... It's a state, state laws. So our state allows people to be unvaccinated. Yes. However, if you're working in a hospital, and I know uh, a colleague of mine who went into the nursing program at the university and whatnot was told she had to have the flu shot. She had to have her vaccinations. There's that no was way at the university or at the, at the hospital? Was she? You in, know, I don't remember. I, 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 all right, I got to be honest. I'm not exactly sure. Okay. In colleges, you can definitely get exemptions. You can? Yes, in the state of Maine. Every state has different laws. But if you're in the hospital, you got to wear a mask. I, I've heard that. I don't know how I don't know how hospitals can do that, and maybe they're private. I'm not, I'm not really sure. So if it's a private hospital, they have the right to do I that. I think so. Okay. So um, well, what is your biggest beef about vaccines? My biggest beef is that there's been no studies. They won't do studies with um, vaccinated children against unvaccinated children. Um, in my opinion, there kind of already is a study done because the Amish do not vaccinate and there's no oh, autism yeah. or neurological diseases like in the mainstream that we have now. Through that in, subgroup? You mean that group in that of subgroup. That, those communities? Yes. Yes. I, also- I, now I know the Amish are, well, I shouldn't say I know like I'm an authority, <laughs> but it's my understanding mm-hmm. that the Amish lean more towards natural medicine. They do. Anyway, as do um, some of the other religious sects, like even Jehovah Witness. Maybe not all. I'm not sure, but I know Amish do. Okay. There was a, um, it's not a study, but it was a survey done. And I can't remember, I don't think it was in the United States. Uh, but it it just shows back. It was a survey asking vaccinated versus unvaccinated, and uh, chronic illnesses such as eczema, neurodevelopment prob- uh, disorders, autism, ADHD, learning disabilities, um, allergies, peanut allergies, gluten allergies. This is what this is what these children all have these days. And, but but you but you're saying that that's because of. Vaccine. What what about our our food system? What about our environmental degradation? Couldn't it, all, it be? It all. It's one. I'm not saying vaccines is, is the cause. It's it's all part of that. The radiation that they're getting because all these young children have cell phones now and they're all on computers, mm-hmm. uh, that sort of thing. Yeah, electromagnetic frequency. Yes. I've read quite yes. a bit about that. And, and then, our food sources. And also, they're they're making food differently. When you and I were children, we had crest white crest toothpaste. Now we have you know, toothpaste with red dye number 40 and Pop-Tarts with red dye number 40 and candy. And that stuff just never existed 30 years ago. We didn't have red and yellow dye in our candies years ago? Not not in candies maybe, but not in the toothpastes and the foods and the... Uh, It does make me think about um, the Feingold Foundation. Yes. You you know that group. He did a study. Yep, and if you take he and, he he was thoroughly against all these. He talked about specific additives that created hyperactivity. Yep, like che- I remember Cheetos yep. being like wicked bad. Artificial food colors, foods, uh, colorings, flavorings, sweeteners, all that. Feingold did some studies on that, and all those behaviors that they they saw would went down. ADHD was the biggest one. 
if you take that if you take in the artificial well that's why you're an advocate for a whole food i am diet um what so all right so about vaccines we know vaxxed is coming but um where else can people look if somebody's listening and they say hey i don't i i want to look at this for myself i want to read more for myself where would you send them um i would send them to websites um nvic is a good website that stands for the national vaccine information center and that was started by a woman named barbara low fisher mm-hmm. um, i had the honor of um, listening to her lecture in 1993 when I was at chiropractic school. Um, Barbara Lowe Fisher is a big advocate. Um, she has a vac- She had a vaccine-injured child, so okay. that's why she started the National Vaccine Information Center. Um, there's many of websites out there. Vax Truth is one. Uh, Sherry Tenpenny. Oh, Sherry Tenpenny. She's big on the thyroid stuff and she's, iodine. She's a naturopath. She's an. She's a, She's amazing. I thought she was an MD. Isn't she? she an maybe MD? she's both. I thought I thought Ten Penny was an MD. MD. Excuse me, but but I, but, I, but don't quote me. I might me? I might be yes, wrong. But I, but I know I have seen her. I, I have seen her. Uh, I've seen I, her on YouTube. I've watched her. I just speak her. because she was yeah. a wealth. I was like blown over by uh, her information. Yeah, I just met her two weeks ago. I oh wow! Know what she is. Uh, she maybe okay. So Ten Penny. I know Dr. David Brownstein out of. Um, Midwest MD, mm-hmm. um, he has a lot uh, to Do- say. Yep, Doctor Suzanne Humphreys. Oh, Suzanne Humphreys. We've had Suzanne, the nephrologist, the MD, on this program before. She, she wrote, has a lot to say. She's she got a newer an, book she out. She wrote an amazing book called "Dissolving Illusions." She will be on the Vaxed Bus with okay. Polly. Polly Tommy is another one. She's a, a delightful woman from England, I believe. Uh, she has a vaccine-injured child. She started the Autism Network. I think it was called. There's, there's many there's many websites. Okay, so if you could look through your crystal ball five years from now on this very topic, what would you like to happen? What do you think will happen? What I would like to happen would, again, the study's done. Okay. You would like True. to see uh, double randomized, double-blind placebo studies yes. for vaccine. Yes. Okay. Yes. There, there haven't been any, and the ones that have been done are flawed. They change that. They change the data because they want to get the outcome that they want. Okay. Um, now I know there are people who disagree with that statement there, but I'm, I, can, I don't know enough they, to then they can go either s- way. Then they can send me one of those studies. <laughs> there, I, we okay. have Sherry. I just went to a lecture with Sherry Tenpenny. There, there are none. There are none of those studies. Well, Dr. Jane, I want to thank you for joining us. I want to thank Amy Brown for engineering this show. Thank you, listeners. And again, you can um, learn more about Dr. Jane and her chiropractic um, her chiropractic uh, work uh, at uh, Facebook, Robertson, Jane Robertson, yeah, or Robertson, Robertson Chiropractic. Chiropractic. And also your phone number one last time, 338 338- Two zero two four. So thanks, Dr. Jane. Thanks for thanks for all the information. Thank you, listeners. On May thirty first. 